The bean holes, it's Eric and Nate. The bean holes, they're really pretty great. So shut up and listen to them talk. Eric and Nate. All right, welcome to yet another episode of The Bean Holes. I'm Nate. I'm Eric. And we are continuing our month of Deadpool with, uh, with our third episode, A Journey into the Multiverse of Deadpool. Deadpool, obviously. Woo. I mean, uh, it's funny because he himself goes into his own multiverse. That's true. So we're ahead of Deadpool on this one. Um, possibly a spoiler alert should have been given there. Who knows? Who knows what Eric's even talking about with that? Anyway, I'm talking about the character in general. Kind of knows ahead of everybody. So we're we're above him. We even know stuff. He knows. He he's knows a nose ahead of everyone. Yeah. Like when a horse wins a race by a nose? By, by the hair of the nose. We're the hair. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Now, uh, the, the Deadpool movie, which came out two years ago, was actually a big deal for a lot of the people behind the scenes because some have been working 10-plus years to try to get that movie made. Um, and back in all the way in the year 2000, May 2000 to be exact, Artisan Entertainment made a deal with Marvel to co-produce, finance, and distribute several films based this on... This was back in 2000, you said? The year 2000. This, yeah, this was still when Marvel was not the uh, the movie powerhouse that they are now, yeah. and they were they were struggling financially. They were going to go bankrupt. And selling off properties left and right to many different groups. You know, DC never had to do that because Warner Brothers outright owned them yeah. at some point, so the only company to make DC films was Warner Brothers, but Marvel didn't have that liberty until they do uh, as they do now so they were just kind of who who wants to make movies off these characters and everybody would raise their hand so artisan came in and um started getting together a uh a few films now i went through and this company actually only got to make two films a part of marvel what were those films eric uh, back in 2004 they released the punisher and the other one was uh, a movie based off of Man Thing, which was actually their last film ever, ever back in 2005, which was uh, co-produced with Lionsgate. But then it wasn't released in theaters. It was actually it was released in theaters in Australia because mm -hmm. it was made in Australia. Um, but it, uh, in the U.S., it was released um, on the Sci-Fi Channel Ouch. under their Sci-Fi Pictures label. So okay, so that should give us some level, some idea of the level of quality there. I yeah. I saw the Punisher movie. I have um, as well, starring Thomas Jane, uh, who's what is he known for? Uh, the Punisher. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, he did. Uh, he's done a show uh, called Hung, I believe, on HBO. Yep, he was in Boogie Nights. All right, and which is really a. Great movie. He also starred in The Mist, the movie version of The Mist, the Stephen King yep. thing. Uh, not not an absolutely horrible movie. Um, Honestly, before before The Punisher, I see he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm -hmm. uh, he was in The Crow 2 mm -hmm. and uh, Face Off. He's also on a sci-fi series. Is he? Is it The Expanse? Is that him? Uh, on let's that see. One? You said it was a series? Yeah. The Expanse. Good call. Okay. Uh, canceled by Sci-Fi now, but uh, only recently. I think they're e yeah they're not yet picked up, but there's some hope that they'll be picked up by someone else. Great show, 
Not a lot of watchers. Um, so no, anyway, no. Thomas Jane did a pretty decent job. I mean, for 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 the the year it was released, um, the the Punisher was was an okay movie, <laughs> and uh, it, it did make its its more than its budget. It made fifty four million dollars on a budget of thirty three, but with uh, I don't know how much profit they got to make off that movie because they didn't make a sequel for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even think Artisan had anything to do with that sequel, but that's a big thing because that was that was a rated R Marvel movie, which isn't the first. Mm-hmm. Blade Blade was a the very first rated R Marvel film. Yeah. Um, but up till Deadpool, rated R comic book movies didn't blow up the way that they have. Right. Like box office gold. So, and and Deadpool back in two thousand was definitely not as popular as he is now. As far yeah. as oh, just yeah, the yeah. slapstick and the comedy, and um, so if they would have made a Deadpool movie back then, so let's say they made that deal in two thousand, so let's even with the Punisher, let's say it comes out around two thousand four. That's the same year Spider Man two comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, X Men two had already came out at that point, but then the Hulk I think came out. No, Hulk was in two thousand three, so it's competition in Spider Man two. I don't think it would have done that well. I, I don't know, unless if they were really trying to connect it with the X-Men universe, but if it was the way that those comic book movies were a lot, they were very enclosed. They wouldn't reference yeah. characters in the bigger world. Yeah, every, everything was was try, tried to stand on its own, because largely because um, the idea of, of building a huge franchise at, like the MCU... Um, it's such an incredible undertaking. People had certainly thought of it before, yeah. but it was generally uh, thought to be not worth the effort, right? Um, and right. only only potentially leading to embarrassment. You know, it's 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 a, it's bad enough to to practically promise a sequel at the end of a film, um, but but to to drop hints that there's going to be a dozen sequels that don't even star this person like that's that's how it felt at the time yeah also i think a problem with deadpool when when spider-man when to- the toby Maguire spider-man movies were um were coming out the as we mentioned in our history episode this month um deadpool is by people unfamiliar with him often confused with spider-man right um right just because of the red in the costume and the big uh big eyes <laughs> um or the big things around his eyes so i think a lot of people would have looked at it as as somebody trying to make a cheap knockoff of spider-man um and he has swords and guns and yeah, uh, it's not even as cool yeah <laughs> um i don't know i think swords and guns are pretty cool i i even think back then well so Cable and Deadpool, which was one of his biggest claims to claim to fame um, comic series, came out in 2004. Right. And that's when a lot of the the comedy was kind of being leaked in. I don't think they would have made a rated R movie. I think they would have tried to make it PG-13. Oh, absolutely. Which, thinking about it now is just ridiculous. But I I think you're right that back then it just, there would have been been so much confusion. Yeah, I... whether it was R or PG thirteen, I think it would have been an attempt at a dark anti-hero movie similar to what they were doing with 
um, with Punisher. So, yeah, I, I <laughs> I'm glad this didn't happen. Yeah. Um, now, now, in two, February 2004, uh, writer and director of Blade Trinity, David S. Goyer, was actually um, talking with Ryan Reynolds about making a Deadpool film because around this time, Deadpool had made a reference in the comics to. Uh, comparing his own appearance to Ryan Reynolds crossed with a Sharpay. Ryan Reynolds caught wind of that. So they're, you know, they're already making this, this Marvel comic film. So Ryan Reynolds, David S. Goyer started talking about, Hey, let's make a Deadpool movie. Right. Uh, they actually got uh new line films involved and the executive Jeff Katz thought that Ryan Reynolds was the only guy to play the character. They were trying to move forward with something, but at this time, Fox had a pretty strong deal on all X-Men characters. Right. And um, so now we have, we have both seen Blade Trinity. Seeing the quality of that film, same writer and director making a Deadpool film in that point in time, let's say around comes out maybe 2005, 2006, I, I think that could have worked. I think it could have worked as well. I think it probably would have been... Uh, less irreverent than than the current Deadpool films uh I think I think it, they would have been, tried to make it a little bit more straightforward but it would not have been the um the horrible mistake that was Wade Wilson in X-Men Origins Wolverine yeah um it, I think they would have they certainly allowed Ryan Reynolds to be Ryan Reynolds in Blade Trinity, for, th- for yeah, better for, or worse. For, for those people who have either never seen that movie or don't even know behind the scenes, uh, Wesley Snipes refused. He, he wanted people to refer to himself as Blade <laughs> yes. behind the scenes and wouldn't talk to people. And even on the set during the film, he, didn't, he barely talked in that movie. Yeah, I believe it was Patton Oswalt who's spoken before how he primarily communicated with people through post-it notes and signed them Blade. Yep. So Ryan Reynolds was the perfect guy to have there to at least fill the space with... Some talking. With actual talking when there was no action. <laughs> um, and, and even back then, he was he's always been a very uh, quick-witted uh, actor. So I, I think that would have worked with David S. Goyer because that, I, I do generally like Blade Trinity. I would be willing to bet if if that if they had started making that movie if it if it had been able to happen I would be willing to bet that it wouldn't end up being Ryan Reynolds because things just kind of get shifted around the things get recast the person who starts making the movie um you know someone above them's like no 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 we're doing this we you you need to work with this person instead and I you know I I can see somebody being like uh yeah tell you what uh you're going to have to make this movie with Jim Carrey and <laughs> I don't think Jim Carrey would have done it but <laughs> but who knows <laughs> uh he's he did he he sure came uh he's dipped his toes in comics waters before that's for sure and since actually with the um Kick-Ass 2 yeah oh yeah I forgot um, about that well wow. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that it would have been that that was certainly a more promising step forward. Um, it seems like every time, every time a Deadpool movie almost got made, it it got a little more almost 
Right, right. <laughs> and at least now with Ryan Reynolds on board, he's he did not give up on this character at all and, and really um, deserves most of the credit for the current Deadpool we have. Um, Jeff Katz, who was an executive at New Line, ended up becoming an executive at Fox and kept the idea going. Um, and his original plan was to have the character make just a cameo appearance in X-Men Origins Wolverine to then set up his own film. Mm-hmm. Um, with Ryan Reynolds involved, that role expanded a bit in X-Men Origins Wolverine. And if anybody has seen that movie, you know that things for Deadpool do not work out as you would expect. The character <laughs> goes from in the beginning to being very talkative, very... Uh, a comic relief character to by the end having his mouth sewn shut and adopting a multitude of different superpowers, including not just holding katanas, but having the blades come from his arms. Right. Yeah. His swords were built into his arms. Um, he, he had like does night have Wolverine. Yeah. He, he, he had like night crawlers, uh, teleport, teleport. He had, he had Cyclops's, uh, laser eyes, but, um, but had control over it, unlike Cyclops. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> he like he not only stole like all the X Men superpowers, but but like upgraded them. Like I I guess I mean Wolverine's got three claws on each hand, not one. But the reach on those katanas was pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and man, did uh now. There is a there is a post the, the idea there was a post credit scene made because uh, X Men Origins uh, histor- uh, got leaked the entire movie I don't know if you remember this but there was a massive that's right uh, there was a screener leak of that movie that was before a lot of the CGI was finished um, and people saw it and were were pretty pissed off about the Deadpool um, character in that movie so there was a post credit scene made where. Uh, Deadpool is shown to still be alive, has his mouth open, but still has all that scarring from the from the tests. So the idea being that they would take that character and move forward with a sequel. Right. Um, I think that would have been a disaster already because if the same people involved with X-Men Origins, if yeah. they couldn't get the character right even as a cameo or a small part, then they're not going to get the character right, right. In, a, in a full-length film. Right, absolutely. Um, I most likely you know yeah. who, who knows what forces were at play that led to that version of the character um but uh <laughs> yeah this was um but the, the the important thing is it was it, uh, another step toward the what we actually have gotten um but the so the question is how would that movie have been like what 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 would that have been like um i i think that with certainly with um with the healing factor just like we see in the deadpool movies now you know basically you can you can chop his whole body off of his head and he's gonna just grow right back um in the comics i think didn't deadpool even was it deadpool or wolverine someone came back from like just like a couple brain cells weren't weren't completely destroyed and they grew back into the full body in the comics. That may have been Deadpool himself. Um, but uh 
but yeah, it's in. Uh, it seems like in the movies, basically, as long as his head's mostly intact, um, then he ends up okay. Uh, they've even done some serious damage to his brain, um, and and he's he's come back. Well, not come back from it. He's he's healed physically. Uh, he, if anything, he may be uh, getting only more and more insane. But that's okay. <laughs> um, but I I think. You know, you could have ended up with the the head that was severed at the end of X Men Origins Wolverine, growing back into uh, into Deadpool, and you know he'd be able to one way or another have a mouth again, and um, and could could get it written, you know, into a passable movie. I think you're right that it would be kind of dark, or or if otherwise that same tra. tra- uh, tradition of the X-Men movies, just the, right. the seriousness of them. And um, but but it's, it's possible. It could have ended up around right. I, I definitely think with each, you know, we, we've gone to three different moments in time where a film was, was ready to go. And I think each one does get closer to what we eventually got. Yep. So um, because of that, I mean, Rhett Reese and Paul uh, Wernick were given the rights to write the script even all the way in 2010. Um, and it wasn't until four years later that they made uh, test, or two years later that they made test footage uh, for Deadpool, which then got leaked all the way in 2014 online to a huge response. Yeah. Um, because after they saw, uh, Fox saw the test footage, they were like, no, we don't want to make this. Yeah. This is ridiculous. What's going on? Um, and it wasn't until they saw the amount of, of people online. Um, now, is that the one that that some people think Ryan Reynolds leaked, or or was was it the uh, the opening credit sequence for the first movie that got leaked, and that's what people think was him? Um, it's the is it the opening sequence? I it's the one where he's on the bridge, yeah, listening to Shoop, mm-hmm. and then he jumps down to the to the. Uh, trucks down below and and kills the guys in the trucks yeah, that was, that's the opening yeah that that is what got leaked um there is a, a rumor going around that ryan reynolds himself recorded the footage and leaked it online yeah yeah i think we mentioned that a couple of weeks ago yeah because i think they were showing it at comic-con just to be like hey you know this is what was made a few years back for deadpool and it's not going anywhere yeah, yeah. um I, I i the biggest i mean another big question is if that footage doesn't leak does Deadpool still get made? Which, honestly, I'm not. I'm not sure because Fox very much enjoys making their X Men movies. They they enjoy having that property. They were in no way up until the wanting to sell their entire movie studio were they ever really thinking about selling that that property back to Marvel. Maybe Fantastic Four, but for X Men, they've always been pretty successful for them. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know if that didn't convince them. Two to three years prior, I don't see that. Yeah, I don't think it was suddenly without without massive grassroots support. I don't, I don't see the movie ever getting made. Yeah, especially in its current, I, it's a it is a tough uh, it's a tough movie to sell, a rated R comedy, and not just rated R for violence. It mm-hmm. is a very uh, even bringing my brother to the first Deadpool movie. There's at least two scenes where I was like, uh, I don't want to, you know. And he, my brother is 13. So it's not like he doesn't know swearing or doesn't know what 
you know, topless women look like, but there are definitely a few scenes where I was like, this is definitely earning of its R rating. <laughs> um, so I, I can understand why that's a tough sell, but it, it's, it's silly comedy. It's not really anything super yeah. Yeah. Well, inappropriate. Well, if he's 13 now, he was 11 when you brought him with the yeah, first one. That's great. Yeah, I can, I can, there's definitely some people would say even a 13 year old now, but 11, yeah, you're a, you're a bad brother and a bad person. I wanted to, it was my last cool brother <laughs> moment, I thought. <laughs> Till he got too old, and then it wouldn't have been as cool. Because if you bring a sixteen-year-old to a rated R movie, it's not that, yeah, not that, uh, not that against <laughs> going against the grain. I will, I will, I'll just for our listeners, I'll let them know this is always, of course, with with their mother's permission. Absolutely, absolutely. I I wouldn't sneak that. She's my mother. Has a, my mother has a very she's... good philosophy when it comes to like rated R movies and stuff. And like, that philosophy is uh, she know back when I was nine and I wanted to start watching South Park because of how much she worked. She like she sat me down and she had a very adult conversation of I know I can't stop you from watching this. You're at your grandmother's house. I You know, I can't be home all the time. But if I ever hear any of those swears come out of your mouth, you're going to regret that day for the rest of your life. Like that was her. It was an adult threat, basically. That's where the scars came from. <laughs> um, so, regardless of uh, whether or not it's appropriate to see, <laughs> and whether or not this uh, these movies would have gotten uh, made without the test footage leaked, fortunately, it was leaked. We got the grassroots campaign, and finally got these fantastic movies, um, and I'm very happy for that. I am as well. All right. All right. Well, thank you for coming into this journey into the multiverse and keep on being it. Harry Candy!